In 2003, prolific TV show writer Chuck Lorre, the creator of hits such as Grace Under Fire, Sybil, and Dharma and Greg, created a pilot for a show about a hedonistic jingle writer's freewheeling life coming to an abrupt halt when his brother and 10-year-old nephew move into his beachfront house. In 2015, the finale aired, ending the series' tumultuous 12-season run. What happened during those 12 seasons, you ask? I don't know, because I've never watched it. But I'm going to give you my best guess. Welcome to First and Last. Okay, well, here we are. Talking about Two and a Half Men, a show that ran for 12 seasons on CBS. A Chuck Lorre vehicle. Uh, by the way, my name is Brandon. For those of you who don't know me, I can't imagine you don't if you're listening to this. Um, but if you are, uh, fantastic. Welcome. I'm here with Pete Reese. Thanks for having me in my apartment. Yeah. Always, I'm always welcome here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Two and a half men. John Cryer, Charlie Sheen, Angus T. Jones. Um, Chuck Lorre, kind of Mr. Television, right, for most of the 2000s? Well, I just, you played me that other thing. I didn't know, I didn't know anything else he had worked on. I knew him for this show, and like he did Big Bang Theory. Oh, well, please let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I heard Grace Under Fire on there. Sure, and those are the things he did before... Big Bang, which really kind of blew him up, was the Big Bang Theory, but... Uh, well, I mean, this then, show, I mean, wasn't this show, this show's... Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I meant oh. two, two men. Yeah, two and a half men. Let's give it, but let's, let's yeah. give it its proper due. For sure. I mean, it was <laughs> the most popular show in America for several years. Yeah, yeah. Which then, Big Bang Theory took over later on, but yeah. since then he did, he's done uh, Mom, which has been pretty popular. I think it yeah. may have just ended, but it ran for... Famous people on that yeah. show. Yeah. Young Sheldon. <laughs> Young Sheldon, still killing it. It's uh, Eversville's own, uh, what's her name? I, Lori Metcalf. She's on that. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. I didn't know. I'm pretty sure she's Sheldon's mom. I've never seen or know anything about it. I mean, <laughs> amazingly, Chuck Lorre has been with me my whole life, and I'll explain more of that in a minute, but I don't watch any of his shows and never really yeah. have. I have watched a little bit of The Big Bang Theory. That's about it. I watched a little Big Bang Theory. I've seen... This is probably the third and fourth episode I've seen of this show. Uh, Mike and Molly. Another one that... Uh, oh, man. He... That he... I mean, what hasn't he done? Uh, well, not lost. Has he done the show... Did he do the show where uh, the big guy from Mike and Molly has a black girlfriend? And yes, as a matter of fact. Yes, he did. I was going to skip that one, but since you brought it up, Bob Hart's... Abishola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm not yeah. sure if I pronounced that right. Abishola. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Again, don't watch his shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Uh, I guess it's still going. It's uh, it's doing well. It looks like in the ratings. Uh, also, the Kaminsky mesk method. The Kaminsky method. Spo- wait, like a spoiler for this show. What if the Bob Loves show is as horny as this show? <laughs> I tell you what, I'm gonna what start if- watching. <laughs> yeah. I might be a Chuck Lorre guy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Kaminsky Method actually did win some awards. It's a What's Netflix show. Never. It's uh, Michael uh, Douglas. The Pussy Eater? The... Yeah, of, well, of course. It's just a Netflix show? Yeah, uh, maybe it's HBO. How horny is Chuck Lorre? Oh, he's super horny. And I think he's like, you'll have to check the Wikipedia page out. He may have uh, done some... Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's done. He's lived a life for sure. Uh, Disjointed, I think, is an HBO show. Never heard uh, of it. It was about some pot dealers. Oh, oh, my friend has been trying to get me to watch that show for like years. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't know much about that. But yeah, the Michael it Douglas. Was, it was like on YouTube or something. They, yeah, they, they moved it to uh, HBO. Okay. Yeah, it's my, the Comiskey Methods, Michael Douglas, and Alan Arkin. I don't know much else about it, but I know it won some awards. I've oh, I've heard it in some spots. Here's where it gets interesting. He got this real big break on uh, Roseanne as a TV writer. Hell yeah. Bill yeah. Moore, Norm McDonald, <laughs> also writers on Roseanne. He wrote, uh, looks Tom like, Moore. yeah, of course, Tom Moore, <laughs> the great Tom Moore. Still relevant uh, in 2020 for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he wrote nine episodes for Roseanne, and then he got his big break. But before that, here's where it gets really interesting, because Chuck Lorre has been with me literally since 1985. I did not know this until two days ago. Uh, Chuck Lorre got his break in TV writing for a TV show called The Littles. Do you remember that one? Uh, Children's cartoon, program. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a bunch of like little rat people that ran yeah, around yeah. a house. Yeah. <laughs> that. that was his break. Then he wrote for Pole Position, which I did not know was a show. But apparently it's about the video game Pole Position. But a cartoon. <laughs> okay, I don't remember the video game. Here's where it gets interesting. Muppet Babies. He was a writer on Muppet Babies, yeah, which I, I religiously watched yeah, as a seven-year-old child. Yeah. Loved it. Mask, the TV show. Do you remember the Mask cartoon? Mask? Like it was an acronym. No, uh, it was uh, M-A-S-K. They were uh, little cars that would turn into different vehicles. And they, it, was, it was basically a way to it, sell toys. Was this the was like the knockoff Transformers? No, those were GoBots. Okay. This was... Um, it was like a car, then all of a sudden it would be a car that turned into a tank. Or like a motorcycle turned into a helicopter. And you keep saying stuff that makes me think it's a knockoff. <laughs> but, knockoff Transformers. But the thing about it, but it wasn't, they weren't robots, they were actual vehicles driven by men who wore masks. And oh. that's where, oh, that's, that's where the mask comes from. Let's, it'd be like, like the six, just having this, it'd be like naming friends after Phoebe. Like just the six <laughs> most important things. Well, I believe they made mask into an acronym, which I don't remember. Okay. What it was, I'll have to look it up later. But yeah, anyway. Okay, I'll say something about um, the Muppets were like uh, really clever written things. Oh so yeah, it's not surprising that like people that wrote that would be successful and like. Yeah, that's Muppet Babies is definitely one you can go back and and I mean yeah. I remember Gonzo. I wonder how horny that show is. It was horny. <laughs> Gonzo was <laughs> yeah. fucking a chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not literally. He didn't fuck the chicken, but he wanted to fuck this chicken. Yeah, yeah. Gonzo is I don't know an alien. Yeah. I'm not sure what he is. Yeah. Gonzo and Charlie are in the same universe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then he went on to write uh, the movie Heathcliff, which I didn't know was oh, a I movie. Oh, I didn't know there was a movie. <laughs> yeah. Definitely going to have to check that one out. Because Imagine I being a writer for the show Heathcliff, and then they bring some studying. <laughs> yeah. like, Chuck Moore smoking a cigarette. Like Some guy's like, I gave my life to Heathcliff. <laughs> He's like 50 years old. He died. died five years later because he was... He yeah, like, he had Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Moore's the it's game like when now. They, when they... When they pulled Joe Paterno's statue down and they died a few months later, like that's what happened to the guy that gave us a life to Heathcliff. Then they bring in some young hotshot. Do you think Chuck Lorre was like? Do you think we well, got Heathcliff to be hornier? So we brought oh, in Chuck Lorre. <laughs> do you think when they brought him in, the guy like they had been writing for years was like, "You can't take Heathcliff from me. I'm the guy who invented putting the fish in his mouth and pulling out bones." <laughs> he got he trademarked it. It's like you'll yeah. never. Over my dead body, what do you like? <laughs> then Chuck Lorre's like, yeah, but I'm going to make him hot for uh, some alley cat. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it was Charles in Charge and Fraggle Rock. I mean, both those shows I watched, uh, you know, Fraggle Rock, whatever. It was, uh, it was a thing. They ate radishes. I remember not liking it that yeah. much. I remember not like... Uh... And then My Two Dads. Was oh, I, oh, Greg Evigan and uh, Paul Reiser. Yeah, 12 episodes of My Two Dads. Everyone had a crush on that girl. 
Yeah, what you know? What she was on Absolute Smoke Show. She was on Rags to Riches. She was also on show. Step by Step. Oh yeah, Step by Step. Yeah, which lasted another probably ten years. She was in. Yeah, she was in our life for yeah, a long she's time. She got that Friday night ABC money. Yeah, for she sure. Get to work yeah, no, she invested in uh, you know Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> she's Arthur Blank. Actually. Yeah. So Chuck Lorre, very interesting past. I did not know that this guy has been influencing my life this much for so long. He's been with me basically since I've been watching television. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. But never really watched the show. Anyway, Two and a Half Men. Incredibly hard show to stream. You would think a show this popular, you'd be able to find it's it also, anywhere. It's also been off for five years, and that seems like a long enough time to where it should just be on Netflix or something. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, something. I can I watch... Yeah, go ahead. I can watch Parks and Rec on four different streaming yeah. devices. Yeah. I can't find this show anywhere. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass for me. I ended up having to pay for it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's available on Amazon. $3 an episode. So, to watch the pilot and finale like we are, that's, you know, six bucks right there. Yeah. It is also available on Peacock, which is $5 a month, but also not available on anything. <laughs> you can't. I have a Roku TV. I have... Six oh, TVs Peacock in my house. Isn't? You can't Peacock. Peacock on Roku. No. Oh, I have okay. six TVs in my house. The main TV I watch on, which I call the big TV. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a Roku TV. Real dad vibes. Yeah. So let's go to the big TV, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's on. <It's, laughs> you guys got to go watch TV upstairs. Right. Big TV's mine. <laughs> so, you can watch yeah. the littles upstairs. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the big TV is a Roku-enabled TV. I watch everything through there. Peacock, not available on Roku. So I'm like, okay. I have four other TVs in this house, all with Amazon Fire Sticks hooked up. I'll just go find it on oh, Amazon. It's definitely not Fire Stick. Not yeah. on Fire no. Fire Stick is like the most restrictive thing. Like, so, well, I, I don't think HBO Max is on Fire Stick yet. It turns out it's more of like Peacock not wanting to pay them to be on the service. It will eventually. Yeah. It's going to have to. Yeah, yeah. But like Peacock, what's your, what's your game plan then? Like if I can get you on Fire Stick or Roku. It's down to mobile. I mean, and uh, basically, there's two... Is it on Xbox? Yes, but okay. not on PlayStation. <laughs> so, yeah. Xbox, yes. Android, yes. Apple, yes. And then there's two cable services, Cox and Xfinity, yes, and nothing else. Yeah. So, <laughs> unless you got you want to watch TV on your phone, you're pretty fucked if you want to have Peacock. What a, what a wild move. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway. Oh, man, I can't. I can't watch AP Bio. Let me go buy an Xbox. Yeah. Let me go out to the store and risk the health of my family and buy this Xbox like, so I can watch whatever like crappy NBC show. That I don't know if Microsoft and NBC before. were in bed together, but yeah. maybe they are. I don't know. Anyway, I went the opposite way of you. I did not buy the episodes. I ended up going with the Peacock. Well, you had Peacock. You had Peacock. I didn't. Oh, you bought I signed this? up for it just oh, okay. for this. However. Real beta move. I've got... Five days left on my seven-day free trial. It may see, not. It may not make it. See, through. I thought about that too, but I was just like, man, I know how lazy I am. I know I'll forget to. Yeah. Work, you know, I'll ne- next thing you know, five years later, I haven't touched it. And I paid like nine hundred dollars to. Uh... <clears throat> so, the pilot came on. Oh, let's go back to two and a half minutes. Sorry, that, that was, was my vent on the. Uh, a cool eleven minutes on Peacock. The Peacock. And Chuck Lorre. <laughs> Chuck Lorre. He is something else. <laughs> So, okay, the pilot premieres 2003. 
18.44 million viewers, which is pretty much unheard of in 2020. In so viewers. how did it get that high? Like, it didn't have a lead-in, right? No, I don't think it did. I mean, I, it probably did. Like, was it after King of Queens or some shit like that? I, I don't know. I really I don't know. I remember it was on Monday nights before uh, Monday Night Football. Well, that's probably... Well, that's, that's a good... Not a lead-in, but... Yeah. I guess a good reason to tune in if you're going to be watching was, football. Was it a big deal to have Charlie Sheen do a TV show? Wait, was Monday Night Football on CBS? No, you're right. I messed that up. Yeah. It was on Monday night. Oh, you know what? It was on the same time as, uh, uh, what's the, what, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh. That's not familiar? Uh, if it was, there's a good reason why I never watched it. <laughs> because I was watching Him Yam. A show I'd love to do what? on this, but I, uh, Him Yam. It's, it's the acronym from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, no, it was on the same, that no, was on, I don't know. before it, though. That's what I thought. No, they were two different networks. No, they were both on CBS. Pretty sure How I Met Your Mother was ABC, but we'll have to check in. I don't know. I don't know. 18, 18 and a half million viewers almost for a, a premiere. I mean, I'm, I don't know in 2003 what the landscape of TV was, but I can tell you right now in 2020, nobody gets that. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's just too many options out there. Yeah. Anyway, what, what people, do you bet like, Big Bang Theory was getting the last year it was in? Less than that. The last year, I would say 13 million maybe for. Okay. I'm, I'm just guessing. I wouldn't even, yeah. I would guess like 10. Yeah. Which is like maybe 100 right. times better than everybody else. For sure. It's just a different landscape now. But yeah. anyway, this premieres. Um, I mean, straight off the bat, we know that. Oh, actually, before I get all the way into the pilot, I do want to mention this pilot was not the original pilot. Oh. Doing a little research, finds out they had actually done another pilot before this. And it was this, called... This was the improvement? Yeah, it was. Okay. This was called... The original one was called Most Chicks Won't Eat Veal, which you may or may not recognize. Oh, I have... <laughs> the first thing I have written down is, is veal pussy? <laughs> we'll get into that later. The first thing I was going to ask is, is veal pussy? <laughs> which I didn't know <laughs> where they were going with that. I don't know. Oh my god. I do know that was the original title of the pilot. The original oh pilot man. they made was Most Chicks Won't Eat Veal. I'm learning so much right now. There was only a couple of differences, honestly. Uh, I didn't I didn't watch it. It is available on YouTube. What? That's wild. <laughs> it's out there. We can watch that, but there are some differences um, that I did know know that uh, Evelyn the mom was played by a different actress. And apparently she was the original actress. Christine Baranski. No, I didn't write down her name. It probably was somebody famous. I don't know, but whoever it was had a lot of notes. And Chuck Lorre was like, this broad's oh. out of here. <laughs> it's just like her writing, this is too horny. Like 500 It probably was. But right Why is bat, this show so horny? Right off the bat, he was like, they filmed a pilot, and he was like, she's gone. Bring in somebody else who doesn't have a big mouth. <laughs> and they recast her. And also there's, uh, I, I, don't, I think there were some differences in uh, plot, but... Mostly it stayed the same. Anyway, so it goes into the, the original pilot. Like I said, straight off, right off the bat, Charlie. Fucking playboy, man. First joke. <laughs> penis joke. Yeah. Very first one. Spoiler, not the last penis joke. I mean, this guy fucks. Let's just say. Let's, <laughs> let's get it. Chuck's like, let's get this out now. This guy fucks. And while he's, you know, getting down and dirty, he gets a... Uh, a message on his answer machine, which shows you how long ago this was. Staple of the 80s, though. <laughs> yeah. The uh, angry, jilted lover who shows up again and again and apparently... I got, I got some predictions for that. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go ahead. No, it, 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 she, Rose was her name, but anyway, that, that message, it, it proves to be quite, quite a lot for the pilot in the finale, anyway. Yeah. 
Anyhow, yeah, right off the bat, Charlie, puss magnet, just out there doing his thing. He's a playboy. Alan, who, wife throws him out. Okay, I get it. Like, can, I, uh, can I get my initial feeling on Alan? Please do. the first scene. Okay, his wife leaves him. And I thought this show that he was where your empathy's supposed to go. Charlie's a piece of shit. And Alan is like someone you can get behind. And 10, sec- ten seconds into Alan being there... You realize, oh, Alan is a terrible person. Real incel vibes. Um, he cockbox Charlie. Yeah, that's all. true. Yeah, comes into his bedroom. Yeah, I mean, buddy, oh, chill out. This with him walking into someone's bedroom, yeah. a common theme. He's definitely like an Orange County Trump supporter, and he just gets worse as the show goes on. And also, my first question is: They never say like why. Why did Alan's wife leave him? I, I get he's smothering or whatever, but what's there's got to be something more, which we do find out later. And it was a bit of a shocker to me. Was it? I thought that was pretty standard stuff. Also, Alan is legitimately terrible, and I thought the reason for her leaving, she leaves because she is into women. Yeah, she's gay. And I thought that was lame. That. The thing I liked about they committed to Alan being a terrible person, and she should have just left because he's a terrible person. We'll get more to Alan later. Yeah, he's. <laughs> it's a, and I knew from the bat, like I, I thought for sure he was being cucked or something that uh, she had. And I, I mean, maybe he he was because she went on a trip to Vegas with uh, with a woman, a friend. But um, my whole thing was okay. She's leaving Jake, who, by the way, at the premiere, the pilot here. Jake's the kid's name? Yeah. Okay. Ten years old. Seems really yeah. innocent. Not a whole lot going on with this kid in the pilot. I didn't. Can I say what I thought the title should have been? Absolutely. One and a half men and an incel. <laughs> I like it. All right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alan. <laughs> he's, he's getting a lot of abuse. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's but here's got, the thing. He's got to take a lot of abuse. Also... Why didn't Alan get the house? Why does why does the uh, why does Judith, who's his ex wife, or is it Judy Judith? I think it's either one of them. I mean, is that how things go? Like women kick the man out? Like isn't that just like you don't have to leave though? But I guess that's just Alan's way. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. leaves, uh, and he's a chiropractor. Who I don't know. Do chiropractors make good money? Well, I here's guess. another thing. They they like he's some big loser. He was chiropractor of the year in San Bernardino. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it's better than that's I'm gotta doing. Be, like that's got to be good for he's something. Chiropractor, you go to school for like nine years for that shit. Like people make fun of it that it's like a low end doctor. Still. Which yeah, it is a low end doctor. Like they're fine. They his mom acts like he's a loser. Like I mean, he's a freaking he's a low end doctor. Give him a, give him a break. Uh, the lowest end doctor is better than the highest end uh, pizza delivery guy. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but we support labor here. But yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kicked out of his house, and of course, Alan. You know the or not Alan. I'm sorry, Charlie. He's using Jake to get puss right Man, off the bat. Like, right? like he hates the kid, and he's like, "Oh, oh, what Jack? Like a light bulb went off, yeah, yeah, right off the top of his head. I can uh, get laid using this kid." So he's yeah. like, "I want the kid around." So like, so the scene where they so they meet a woman in the grocery store, and the woman says something to Charlie like, uh, "So, so the Jake is singing." And the woman sees Charlie and Jake together and asks Charlie, does his wife sing like that? And Charlie says, no, she doesn't sing because I'm not married. And then, so like, oh, they're going to start talking right, to each other and something? That's the way that goes. Uh, no, she sprints off. <laughs> she like, just runs off. Like, 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 well, too bad for that woman's loss. <laughs> like, oh, I, like, I wanted to fuck you if you were married, yeah, but not now. That would have worked out great if you'd have been married. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah. 
Also, by the way, Charlie, the reason he's a rich, uh, successful, and I got stuff stuff on this, too. He's a jingle writer. He writes jingles. He writes jingles. (laughs) Like, he he has a better house than everyone in TLC or any other, like, famous group that got ripped off by their manager (laughs) for, like, writing a singular... A serial commercial. Yes, yeah, apparently and was the one that, that uh, the kid knew. I got some stuff in this the finale too, but yeah, yeah, it's it, absolutely insane thing. Uh, I think the show sh- would have been better taken should take a place in like Michigan or Indiana or something where there are less like eligible bachelors than yeah than the whatever Calif- like I mean. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's like 5'7", and he dresses like a bum. Like, I'm sure... Like, Bowling shirts and cargo shorts, apparently. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He does look comfortable, though. I'll give Charlie that. For sure. Then we're introduced to the stalker, the, the woman from the, the answer machine message earlier, the, the first few minutes of the pilot. And they give her a name right off the bat. They introduce her, which makes me... I, and I've seen a lot of television. Yeah, I know they're not going to give somebody an, an introduction this way unless she's going to yeah, be that's, sticking that's around. Exactly, exactly what I thought. Yeah, I, immediately I was. Yeah, I didn't think that this person was going to be a thing. She actually gets a yeah. Hi, like who are you? Hello, I'm Rose. Here's what I'm going to be doing: stalking this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, Rose is going to be sticking around for sure. I didn't know for how long, but I found out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so then they have a poker game where. Charlie's using Jake to be a card shark. You know, just typical uh, single bachelor, uh, crazy way to raise a kid or a nephew. Guess who, did you notice who was in that scene? Well, first off, when I, first when I saw the scene of one of the guys, I thought it was Kevin Farley. Because his head was shaped just like Kevin Farley's and I wrote it down. Yeah. And then it appeared it wasn't Kevin Farley. But other than that, no, I don't know who was in the scene at all. Let me tell you who was in that scene and actually had two speaking lines. Tom Wilson, also known as Biff Tannen, from the Back oh, to the Future okay, trilogy. That makes sense. That makes sense. He did look familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was like, Biff, I'm glad you have yeah, work. Yeah. I mean, the, the Back to the Future money can't go that far. How did that guy not have a career, though? I mean, it's I don't know. He actually did some stand-up. I never saw it, but what? I know he was on the stand-up circuit. When you're an actor, you go to stand-up, it's bad news. <laughs> right, Screech? Yeah, oh man, well Screech did a lot of things. He, uh, <laughs> put out a fake porno, yeah, sent yeah. out... Uh, These things happen. Dildos of his molded cock, you know. Yeah. Typical Screech things. So, anyway, uh, we find out, shocker, of course, Judy's gay, so Alan is out for good. Where's he going to stay? He goes to mom, right? Who? That's your first place to go yeah, when yeah. you're looking for a place. Mom is, is horrible, like, from the get-go, it seemed like. She, yeah, just terrible, which I guess was the point of her, but truly, tr- truly just a terrible person. And Charlie's the only one that recognizes this. We'll see later <laughs> at the end of the show. Yeah, so, of course, Charlie begs him to come back, otherwise there'd be no show. He has excuses, <laughs> he misses Jake. I think he just wanted to use the kid to get more puss. That's my thought on that, but uh, of course Alan comes back and stays, and apparently stays for a long time. Okay, a couple things in between. Yeah. Uh, Charlie brings up Led Zeppelin, brings up Stairway to Heaven a few times as, a, as like a song that's well written. Uh, notoriously horribly, horrible <laughs> lyrics in that song, in every Led Zeppelin song. Not good songwriters. I guess they thought like a Bob Dylan song would be too over <laughs> too the head <laughs> for, the, uh, for the CBS audience. Um... 
Hmm. I to think about him writing jingles and making that much money is pretty ridiculous. Uh, I will say, so Alan comes back to the poker game and is mad at Charlie for yeah. having Jake, his son, around the poker game. But was it that is, just misplaced anger because of his... It was misplaced anger, but also, Alan's clearly a terrible parent. Like, the kid's excited to be around Charlie because he's neglected at home. It's yeah. Called, yeah, for sure. I, I literally studied this last semester and I looked it up. <laughs> It's called disinhibited social anxiety disorder. And kids get it sometimes when, like, their parents neglect them. They're way overly um, sharing with other adults. So, I don't know if Chuck Lorre did that on purpose, but... I doubt it. it, it, it I doubt it, too, but it... Like, just take me back to how terrible a parent Alan is. who's paying no attention You're right, to you're right. He actually... Zero. I don't think they even have any quality time together at all in the Bible. No, he's just bitching that his wife left him. Right. Who, I don't think, yeah, I think they were, they sat down and together. And like a fine kid or whatever. It's like, yeah. so yeah, in the, the pilot, seems like a normal, innocent, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, not much personality going on, but he was there and he was, you know, he just wanted somebody to hang out with. Charlie yeah. was there. Yeah. Seems like a good relationship between Charlie and, yeah, Charlie and Jake. I mean, at this point, I was like, yeah, Charlie's pretty cool. Alan is yeah. an incel who hates his kid. Uh, I will also say, so in the poker scene, one of the guys has a tell. And oh, his yeah? tell is that he's pulling his ear. <laughs> and, like, he's, he's like, unabashedly pulling his ear down, like, inches. <laughs> like, he's going to put gauges in them. Like, the director was like, you got to let us know. We have to pound this home. Not everyone has seen that movie <laughs> where they bowl. did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not everybody saw Rounders. Rounders, that's what I was trying to think of. Anyway, that's pretty much all I got for the pilot. Uh, pretty straightforward. Well, so the veal, setting. the veal joke. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We did gloss over the whole conversation between <laughs> Alan and Charlie, where the, the the notorious line of "Not every woman eats veal" or what was it? So Alan goes, um, he's like going. He's like did the classic sitcom thing where it's like. We had dinner. We had appetizers. My wife is a lesbian. Uh, we had the veal. And then Charlie goes, most women don't eat veal. And then the laugh track. And I was just like, oh, am I, like, is there, like, a thing, like, yeah. it's veal pussy? Like, is that a thing that I should know that I don't know? Am I, have I been sheltered? I've, I've no. never heard that. Apparently, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I think it it's credit them. They didn't know. I didn't know exactly what they were talking about. Who knows? Chuck Lorre may have his own inside joke there. I doubt it, but... My big takeaway from uh, the premiere was... I mean, this show. There's a lot of sex in this show. Like it is. Oh, it's wild. a horny. It's a horny. It is horny as yeah. fuck. Dude. For I mean, CBS, I never yeah, thought, it's I thought seven o'clock. Yeah, it's at seven o'clock on whatever day or whatever. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh my god. I don't know what night it came on, but it definitely CBS to me. When I was a kid, that was like the old person channel. Yeah. That's where you go to watch like uh, the the Doctor Who solved crimes or yeah uh, yeah yeah. Doctor solved crimes. You know the one. Uh, we'll get to that one maybe someday, uh, and, and hopefully know the name of it. Diagnosis murder. Just came. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, very very horny, and I didn't think that that was like uh, CBS's thing, but apparently I've been missing out all these years. I guess I, I when mean, I, was Kevin James was he a horny UPS guy? Like I didn't what was was Raymond horny? Like were all these people just horny as fuck? I have watched a few episodes of both of those shows in syndication mostly. And uh, no, definitely not as many body. They're also not Chuck Lorre shows. Big Bang oh, okay. Theory. Yeah, I guess I should, I should. Big Bang Theory did was pretty body at times yeah. for sure. 
a lot, of, but more like you know, like Sheldon won't fuck, but he should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I guess maybe he did someday. I don't know, but we'll never be able to do that show because I watched too many episodes of it at one point. Anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the finale. Uh, uh, no, we got no, you got more. You have predictions for what happens in the finale. My predictions for the finale at the time were that, well, yeah, and here's the thing, this was probably, and it, actually, in retrospect, it was a bad choice for the first episode of this show, and I'll tell you why when we get to the finale, but also because I know I knew so much yeah, I knew of the certain things too. behind the scenes stuff that happened, yeah. and I knew Charlie Sheen didn't make it to the end, I knew Ashton Kutcher came in, because it was a pop culture yeah, phenomenon yeah. throughout the 2000s. And, the kid left because he like wanted to save the whales. Right. Yeah. No. He wanted. He he found Jesus, and he thought he oh, found the, the dick better. jokes and all that like just too much for him. Oh, that was didn't, his... didn't find it too bad though. No, because he came, he, back, came back. <laughs> he did come back. But he did. Yeah. He 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 took off. I don't know what season, but I think it was two seasons before the finale. Of... Oh, so he stayed after Charlie. Yes, he did. Okay. He oh was, yeah, because that's stuck around. Okay, we'll get that. My one prediction was that Rose was married to Alan. Oh, that's a great prediction. It was pretty good. It didn't end up being true. No, but when we and then, kind of, we'll get through. Okay, we I'm get a run through on the X's for sure on the finale. But the finale premiere or the finale aired two thousand and. So wait, did you see where they showed the funeral on Amazon? No. They showed the funeral that was four years earlier. So okay, did you it was a two parter, the finale. Yes. Did you watch both parts? Yes. It came as I a didn't single know. thing. I only watched the second half. So okay. and, and I did get a little recap, but So there we'll kinda of say what happens in the funeral. Yeah, no, right? go ahead. The funeral's just it's um John Cryer's character and he's just doing the eulogy or whatever. And it's just like absolute smoke shows. Like thirty unbelievable beautiful women who've had sex with Charlie. And at one point they talk about one girl is like, he gave me herpes. And then another girl's like, he gave me genital warts. And it's basically, Charlie's a predator, just passing around STDs to everyone. Sure, and also, didn't he give all of you the same, like, all of it? <laughs> like, you can't just pass on one STD. I mean, not in Chuck Lorre world. It's selective. Your body, you're, you're, sometimes you have the antibodies to fend off oh. genital warts, but not herpes, as I've heard. Well, I would suggest they all go to the clinic together and get checked out, because... If you fuck that guy, you're, you got it. There's also a joke where, like, Charlie requested to have Pamela Anderson drink his ashes. So this joke was made in 2011, and I just thought that Pamela Anderson jokes as the go-to attractive woman were probably over for 10 years at that point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Pamela Anderson always in our hearts, but that was actually in 2015. That was the final, but the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the but the funeral was okay, yeah, two years earlier. Yeah, so I'm just like guessing it was 2011. Was that? What, did that have? Would that have been the perhaps the premiere episode of that season? I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll uh, tell as, you why. Ashley Kutcher shows up in 2011. And I'll tell you why. Because that show, the premiere of season nine, and I wrote this down because it blew my mind. Because I'm kind of a nerd. I know, kind of. Uh, <laughs> 28.75 oh. that's 28 and three quarters of a million viewers Holy shit. tuned in to watch that show wow. yeah damn um, blew my mind that, that's like MASH numbers almost well MASH had 50 million viewers yeah. for their finale but this is up there in like top 10 yeah, episodes of all time yeah that's like World Series shit like, and it's all because of that whole winning uh, Charlie Sheen <laughs> yeah, yeah. went crazy yeah, yeah. and went on that 
you know, it's a shame Chuck Lorre wouldn't reference that. Yeah, right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, at, that and this—that's how much of a cultural phenomenon this was. And if you were around in 2011, you know, you heard about it, and you know about Charlie Sheet and, and what he was going through in his personal life and professionally. He thought that show couldn't go on without him. Obviously, it did for four more years. Um, obviously not as well because when the finale aired, um, a very much lower 13 and a half million viewers, which is actually a drop. Oh wow! From the pilot by five million viewers. That's wild. Could be a sign of the times. Well, it definitely is, but yeah. it's still like just wild. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy that that you would think more people are going to tune in. Well, actually, could you ever live that down? <laughs> well, he does have the ranch. Is, is that why? Is that, yeah, where he plays his rapist friends. <laughs> Did they cancel that all together? They just like the ranch. Stuff? Stuff? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I, don't, I, I thought they like brought it. They like fired Masterson and brought somebody else in. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they they probably at this point they they've they got fired Masterson and brought in uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Who did they bring? In? I gotta find out. <laughs> I, re- I know this happened. Um, I never watched that show. Maybe we should check out The Ranch someday. Oh, but, <laughs> let's see. I'm on IMDb right now. Uh, feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Um, I don't know where you, where the last episode... I'll just go through what I noticed from the first part of it. Uh, there's a lot of sex toy jokes. And at that point, I was just like, wow. They, um, they just made the same joke for 12 years. Like, they... From the finale... From the premiere to the finale, it was just the exact same things. It was the exact same jokes. Yeah, and I think, uh, and they actually make a point to point that out. Yeah, they, they uh, yeah, that would. You know. Oh, they did. So Dax Shepard replaced, um, <laughs> replaced Danny Masterson. He came onto the ranch and uh, was on there. I, I don't think it's canceled as far as what I could. John, John Cryer had two episodes on the ranch. Oh, you know that. You know Cryer and Kutcher are like best friends, I'm sure. Buzz from way back. Prior really into uh, true crime stuff. Like he, so I used to hear him on a podcast about people who've been in jail for things they didn't commit. Oh yeah. So it made me like Alan's such a terrible person, terrible character, but John Carter, compared to other people in Hollywood, clearly like uh, halfway decent. Person. I mean, I respect him for a lot of reasons. The actor, not the character. And yeah. number yeah. one is <laughs> that he he came out when the show ended. And again, never watched the show, but I do watch late night television. Yeah. When the show ended, he came out on a lot of uh, late night talk shows and was like, I've been bald for like four or five years. He's <laughs> like, they've been spraying <laughs> spray paint on my head. That's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> to make it look like I have hair. He's like, I don't have hair. Like, I don't it, have it'd be so much better of a character if he was bald, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. What a, ter- what a dumb thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. The show would have been a lot better, like I said, if it was done in the Midwest and not like some rich. Yeah, for sure. Huntington Beach, like. Orange County crap, but whatever. So, yeah. I love Chuck Lorre. The finale. Man, there is a lot to unpack here. So when did I you think. start? When did the I, finale start? It, so I got a recap, and it was basically they were saying, oh, Charlie's back. He's coming back. He's coming to kill us. And that and it begins where it's Ashton Kutcher's character, and I think his name is Walden. Yeah. So it's Walden and Alan and a woman who I found out her name was Berta later on, but still... Oh, Bert, oh Berta, so Berta shows up to basically just... They didn't. They had so many horny jokes, they needed someone else to do more horny jokes. Yeah. Well, I got a theory on Berta. We'll okay. get to... Right. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's them and Evelyn, who's the mom, and they're all sitting around talking about Charlie, and Evelyn is just like, uh, peace out, I'm done, I don't 
You know, you're cool. Oh, you're so cool. you didn't see the part. Okay. No, I didn't see any. Alan, you, please talk about the, the first half. Alan walks in, just walks into Ashton Kutcher's room while he's going down on his girlfriend. Oh, again. You didn't see this? <laughs> no, I didn't see okay. this. Okay, so Alan, so Alan walks in on going down his girlfriend. <laughs> and his girlfriend's reading a magazine while Ashton Kutcher's going down on her. Oh, and you know, disinterested. So, yeah, that's a classic joke. But So Alan goes, you know she's reading a magazine, right? It's like, what? A, and more cock blocking from this piece of shit. Like, shut the fuck up, Alan. This makes more sense on your Alan's here because, I, yeah, I didn't see that like, part. what an asshole. And then, so then they argue about, so it's like a, they're trying to improve his oral sex um, skills, Ashton Kutcher's. And this is the whole thing they talk about. And Ashton Kutcher in the show is supposed to be 35, 36. I feel like if you don't have it by 30, like, just, <laughs> just you don't need a, ma- just listen to women. What's yeah. the woman reading the magazine telling right. you for? Just listen to women, Ashton. Yeah, it's not Especially that if they're talking about your friend Danny Masterson or Eddie Russell. <laughs> Reply to the signs. Come on, fellas. It's but, not that hard. But then the mom walks in, too, and so he, five seconds after he's eating pussy, he's talking to John Cryer's mom and John, Alan, Alan and Alan's mom. Yeah. And then you find out at some point Alan, or Alan's mom had sex with Ashton Kutcher's character. Oh! You find out all these people had sex with each other. I can't believe you didn't see this part. No, we have to watch it before you go. I might have to. You find out all these people had sex with each other. You find, well, you find out that Rose, I said Rose was going to marry Alan. Yeah. They did have sex. Oh, well, of course. Which, that's marriage to Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Rose is the stalker. I don't know how many times they're there. And like, yeah. so, and that's it. I mean, that's a wild scene. It's a true Yeah, I, I missed that. <laughs> I didn't, because I, I, it was a two-parter, and on Peacock it split up, so I just wanted to do first and last. Yeah. Trying to stay true to the show. Yeah. Well, on Amazon, <laughs> it, that was the last. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And that makes sense because yeah. it's a, it's the same episode but in two parts. Yeah. But I, d- I did miss all that. I'm not surprised that Rose and Alan fucked. Also, really not surprised that Evelyn and Walden fucked because, yeah. I mean, I don't know much about Evelyn, but she seemed horrible, like I mentioned before. Yeah. And this Walden guy, apparently, he's almost as horny as Charlie from yeah, yeah, what yeah. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> in the 24 minutes I saw him in. Um, and, and uh, so here's the thing. It starts off for me right after that scene where Evelyn leaves the house. She's like, peace out, I'm yeah. done. Rose is there. Oh, I forgot. Rose is there. And she tells a story. Tells and she tells story. a story that goes into and a cartoon. This is why. The cartoon is why. Can we just play the cartoon, play the cartoon and we can comment on it as it's playing? I don't know how well this is going to work. We'll try it. Um, okay. just to see. Go ahead. It's gonna take just, but it essentially, folks. It, it this is a cartoon, an animated part of the show, digitally animated. Here we are, Charlie and Rose, his stalker. Apparently, got married <laughs> or ran away together in Paris. She the goes very first joke. Yeah, Rose is going down, going down on, on Charlie. Now this is all animated. Like, what's a show? What's the PJs? It's like animation like that. That old animation. Yeah, I mean, animation. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very animation. The mime is into it. There's a mime there. Mime's He's into it. into it. They're having a nice dinner. Oh, and this part. So there's this... Sh- yeah. She knocks over a thing of sugar on the table. And he, he, and he snorts, snorts it like it's coke. As if it's, uh, like, Scarface levels of cocaine. And it's... Oh, his nose turns into a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, this has to be on YouTube. I, I would oh, I'm sure it is. So she walks in, and he's okay, with the this maid. Is, this is an important part. Yeah, yeah. She no, walks in on Charlie. With the sexy French maid. 
I, you know, as Charlie does, typical for him, but yeah. it gets better. Leave him alone for five minutes. And there's the mime the from earlier like, before who watched the blowjob and got super horny himself. <laughs> so he showed up. Also has sex with this whole mime outfit on. Yeah. Doesn't even take the right. No, yeah, he was just down on Charlie while he was getting down on <laughs> and, and then a bisexual goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. A bisexual goat. All of a sudden a goat pops up and you're just left with the oh they just this is this is 2015. This is after like you should think about what you put on air, and they're just like, no. No, Charlie, no, we want this fucking goat on here. Charlie fucking goat. We gave you t- millions and millions of dollars, CBS, for yeah. putting a fucking goat in our cartoon. Very unbestiality. Yeah. So yeah, I could keep playing. So yeah, you hear the goat. It's bleeding. Rose is upset. She runs off. The goat's upset. The goat's yeah. like, come back, Charlie. I'm upset as a viewer <laughs> watching this. I mean, this is insane. She kicks him in the nards hard enough for the goat. Oh, the goat's dead now, by the way. Yeah, just got, got hit by, by a train. train. Not Charlie. We thought Charlie got hit by yeah. a train. That was at the funeral. Yeah. It turns out the goat was hit by the train. So she locks him up Silence of the Lamb style and sticking with the Silence of the Lambs theme, throws him in a well in a basement. Why Silence of the Lambs? I don't know. Okay, wait. Did you know he lived in the basement until this part? No. Okay, so they, that happened in the first part. They show her... It's a very Silence of the Lambs lowering stuff to Charlie. Okay. To go and, like... So that really happens. Yeah, that was... It wasn't a cartoon. They showed her lowering things. So this isn't just her being a crazy person. No, like, she really no. did keep it... Well, I mean, she, she was definitely a crazy person. I, I mean, you know, to each their own. <laughs> right, okay. Love means a lot of things to a lot of people. I understand. Uh, of course not. I have to be modeled. So she added the pit... To the basement. So anyway, that's pretty much it for... Well, he, he gets out. Oh, wait. Well, it, there is more to the cartoon. I guess we'll finish that. So four years, he lived in a pit with her. She hosed him down. She raped him. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a lot of raping going on. <laughs> she drugged him and raped him. Which she calls magical years. lovemaking. Yeah, yeah. So he got out by making a rope of bowling shirts, by the way. And he disappeared into the darkness, so he gets out of the basement, and Porky Pig shows up in a bra and panties. Porky Pig! What does he have to do with anything? I didn't, I told it, like, I guess I was just out of it. I didn't realize that part happened. What a wild ass part. I mean, that cartoon had everything. What a wild cartoon. Cocaine. A cartoon blowjob. A goat. A bisexual goat. A bisexual mime. A French maid. Porky Pig in bra and panties. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. That should be its own show in itself. Just that cartoon. <laughs> it was insane. I don't know. That as soon as I saw that, was, I, I had to I had to pause it, go outside. And this is the point where like I started liking the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. They were just like, fuck this shit. Like they like, let's just do the dumbest shit we can possibly do. And that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. It was I I didn't care much about the show at all until like how unbelievably stupid that thing was. Like, oh, they Really just, they don't give a fuck. So shout out to Chuck Lorre for that. Yeah, and amazingly, it gets stupider. It gets dumber. <laughs> we can do two, it. Of great, two of the greatest uh, cameos I've ever seen, though. Oh, well, so, I mean, and I, may, I mentioned earlier about, well, I'll just, well, let's get into Walden first. I mean, I don't know. You got to see more Walden than I did. I'm, I'm like, who, this, who is this Walden guy? What does he have to do with anything? And I'm starting to think in my head, how does he connect from the pilot to now, trying to make predictions, and then we get to a scene where Otto Schwarzenegger shows up, 
and uh, yeah. fucks everything up. Ours, I mean, I was just, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, and I, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if they did the same universe as Kindergarten Cop? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I would have loved that. Here's why it fucked it up for me, just and only for strictly for the podcast reasons. Because I'm coming up with all these theories, and Arnold Schwarzenegger sits down and basically oh, recaps the whole story. everything that yeah, happened. It's, it's the most. It's like they so expository to the point where I was like, I now I know everything that these, and, and I'll tell you what they did because I wrote most of it down. Walter tries to kill himself. He doesn't because the water's too cold. Ends up in Charlie's old house where Alan and Jake are still staying. Somehow he buys the house, decides that Alan and Jake can still stay there, which, by the way, this chiropractor still has no money. I don't know why. Yeah. Charlie's lesbian daughter moves in. Walden and Alan get oh, married. Oh, we didn't go over the daughter part. I didn't ever see the daughter. You didn't see the daughter? No, she was never in the oh, second half of the finale. But Walden and Alan get married and divorced and adopt a baby all in this time. Thank you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, for clearing everything up <laughs> and making it very hard for me to predict anything that could happen on this show. Let me... i tell you something. The daughter, the daughter scene was a good scene, too. Basically, the daughter is like Charlie. She has she had a foursome with three other girls walk out of her room. They're trying to explain to her that Charlie's still alive and all this stuff. And while they're trying to explain to her, she gets a FedEx package for $100,000, like a thing, which is clearly from Charlie. And then they do a whole scene where they show... Charlie, so we found Charlie's still alive. Yeah. And he has $2.5 million in royalties coming towards him, which I guess. Hey, those jingles, they. Uh, yeah, what an insane amount of money for. They're tracking down the jingle rider. That would never happen. That's yeah. the most unrealistic. We got to give you this 2.5 mil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would have so been like, shot. oh, can't find him. Tough price. So basically, Charlie's giving a bunch of money to people. And you, you, you cut the, it cuts away to people that I guess were used to be in the show, women who he's like had sex with and then that treat like shit. Sure, yeah. A lot of that in the second half but without Charlie. So I assume they just did kind of the same. Yeah, it was like a montage of it. And so he gives all these women who he like apparently had sex with and didn't call or whatever $100,000. He also gave his daughter, which I assume he didn't know her until she was 20 years old, $100,000. Sure, why not? They're the same value as these women. It's like, what a yeah. fucking asshole. I mean... <laughs> what a crazy <laughs> asshole. Means as much as to him as a one night stand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he probably never met her. Uh, Charlie, not the best. Anyway, yeah. So Schwarzenegger is a cop. He plays a cop, uh, not a kindergarten cop, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, a cop named Wagner, which is pronounced Wagner. Hilarious oh, wow. joke, Chuck Lorre. You got us on that one. Um, yeah, it just turns out that uh, he. Did he die taking a lot of drugs, or he didn't die? They didn't know. No, they never. Charlie's death or or his fake death never was really explained to me in the finale. So I don't know. We'll have to make an assumption on that. There was a dig at one point about anger management, Charlie yeah. Sheen's new show that never really took off. And um, it's it just it, Chuck Lorre. This whole. This whole finale, at least the second half of it, is so self-referential and yeah, it's, it's like at first I didn't like it, but then it it just became so stupid. I yeah. kind of enjoyed it. I but it also he was just like making fun of the people that watched this show. Yeah, they yeah, openly exactly. So when they talked, so Jake came back and they had uh -huh. a whole scene with Jake, and 
that whole scene was making fun of people for still watching that show. They were basically saying, we have made hundreds of billions <laughs> of dollars out of you people watching us write the dumbest jokes yeah, yeah, we yeah. possibly could. And in fairness to those people, I understand why you just want to watch the same thing for a week and, you know, your job fucking sucks or whatever. Sure. And like, uh... It's comfort food. It's like coming home yeah, and eating yeah, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, It's like how Jay Leno got a billion dollars. Um, but it really was like, just... Mad at the people that watched the show. It was kind of uncomfortable, but I didn't watch the show, so I didn't take it personal. So yeah, um, speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the Jake scene, that's the first time we see Jake. At least for me, I don't know if he was in the first part of the. No, he was not. That's so that was his, so from the pilot to now. This is twelve years. We see Jake is aged twelve years. He's what twenty two now. Um, apparently went to the army, but didn't. Um, he's turned. He got $250,000 from Charlie, turned into $2.5 million at the casino. Seems kind of like an idiot, and he's also married with kids in Japan. So that's where we're at with, uh, with the kid over this 12-year period. He's obviously had the most growth. Alan is the same person. Charlie's an undead um, millionaire, multi-millionaire. And, uh, uh, Angus T. Jones, somehow a worse actor than he was when he was a kid. yeah. <laughs> And I think we talked about this off recording, but yeah, he left the show for uh, religious purposes. Yeah, I literally thought he wanted to like save the whales. I thought I don't know why I thought that, but I thought there was I thought that was funny. Now there were several <laughs> interviews at the time yeah, that he yeah. left the show of him talking about, you know, I found found Jesus. I don't I don't uh, connect with the jokes on the show anymore. But he came back for this show yeah. and made a joke about it's come. Like, Specifically, so obviously it wasn't that big of a hang-up for him. Uh, you know who else did the same thing? Uh, Mace Murder. Yeah. Mace left rapping to, to, be a, a, to be a pastor. Yeah, he they was like, I didn't like talking about getting pussy for money. And so like they like tried to come back and people were like, Mace, we're kind of done with you. Nah, we're done with Mace. Sorry, Mace Murder. Big Mace fan, 1997, <laughs> 1998. Uh, him and Puffy were ruling the world. Who knows what could have happened if he would have... <laughs> okay, a couple other cameos. Courtney Thorne Smith showed up. Yes. Oh, let's get into the rundown of X's these two ran through, because that took up a good... It felt like ten minutes of the show. I, they, this whole finale could have been seven minutes. Yeah. And there's so much exposition and stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, basically, um, they get on the phone. They think Charlie... Char, so here's the thing. They think Charlie is coming to murder them. And I guess maybe he was. I don't well, know. They, they were, that was a, quite a bridge to... Go on, that he's going to come back and gut them. Yeah, I mean, he sent him a knife and some things like, I know what you did, or I'm coming for you, things like that. Um, so, they think Charlie's going to murder him, and they know the cops aren't going to help. Oh, no, we forgot about the Christian Slater cameo. That's what I was going to bring up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, they, they find the cops, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger calls and says, oh, we think we found your brother, we got him locked up. Or, no, we found your brother. There's no yeah. thinking about it. They knew, because it was a guy... Who had a bowling shirt and cargo shorts and uh, was in a hotel room with the stripper, I yeah, believe yeah, was yeah, the setup. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, that's him, for sure. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> no visuals on him whatsoever. <laughs> so we Just knew it wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah, you, you knew it wasn't him. And can I tell you who I thought it was going to be? Who's that? The best. I, I guess I just gave him too much credit. Or maybe this guy didn't want to do it. Emilio Estevez. Oh! Mr. Mighty Duck himself. <laughs> Which would have been absolutely great. But this is almost, I love Christian Slater. What was the movie that the two of them were in when they were garbage collectors? Men at Work. Men at Work. Great movie. <laughs> Never saw it. Just know the title. Other movie that both were in uh, that's one of my favorites of all time, Young Guns. All right. 
Nothing to do with this. Just that's, had to throw that that's out the there. Obvious one. <laughs> but Men at Work, also a good movie. You Check know, it out. You know, you know another Marlon Brando movie I like? <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> Almost as good as Doctor Moreau's Island. The Torsia horrible Island movie. Doctor Moreau, but okay. yeah. Uh, either way, the movie sucked. Um, yeah, so not Amelia West of it. It turns out to be uh, um, Christian Slater. Christian now, before that, we saw John Stamos. Oh yeah, I forgot what he was doing there. He was Stamos was he was going down on one of the girls, one of the exes. Yeah. They had so there's a ten minute scene. It felt like where Char or not Charlie, but Alan and Walden feel like they're going to die, so they're running down a list of their exes. God, how weird is that? Like, yeah, what a and, weird scene. And bro. calling them and be like, hey, I think I'm going to die. I don't even know if they mentioned that, but they're just like, I just want you to know you're the love yeah. of my life. Yeah. They say this to every one of these women. Yeah, yeah. Every one of these women shit on them in yeah, some yeah. way. <laughs> like, and how was Alan getting knee-deep in this hot pussy? I yeah, mean, Judy, like, Judy oh, Greer, the great Judy Greer, she's in there. Oh, that's who oh, was with John oh, Stamos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's right, yeah. John Stamos I mean, and Judy Greer. I don't remember her character's name, but apparently it was an ex-wife of... All these women are knockouts. Was she an ex-wife of Walden? I think it was Walden. I don't know. She was an ex-wife of one of them. I think it was Walden. Anyway, yeah, she's she's there. Yeah, it was because, because Ashton makes the joke about how Stamos is only famous because he was a handsome man on a sitcom or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so are you. We get More self-referential. Yeah, yeah, very very much oh, so. Before we go too far, uh, we find out at some point that Alan and Walden were married. Yeah, so yeah. We get, and we get nothing on that. Sure, yeah. Schwarzenegger <laughs> brings that up. That Walden, oh, that's right. Schwarzenegger Walden and Alan married. were married and divorced and adopted a baby. Yeah. So that all that happened. We didn't see. So I can't, like, that, that just takes on a lot of the whole... Uh, part of the guessing game, but yeah, Al- and then Alan's other ex-wife, not Judith, the one that he he calls her first, and she basically hangs up on him because, yeah. you know, fuck Alan. Yeah. But uh, this She's other ex-wife, deal. yeah, that's right. But uh, <laughs> she brings up the fact that uh, it was the first time she had ever had tushy sex, or as yeah. most people call it, <laughs> butt fucking. So <laughs> she does mention the tushy sex. So we know Alan at least has uh, you know a little bit of yeah, a dirty yeah. bone. This is in a him. network show in 2015. Yeah, for sure, it's just not like eight o'clock bestiality. Within ten minutes, there's bestiality. Yeah. and tushy sex. Kids are watching TV, <laughs> eating their TV dinners, or I'm, God knows. I'm not, appro- I'm not approved at all. But I was like taken aback. Oh yeah, I'm for sure. I did not know. I thought CBS. <laughs> I did not. I had no idea this kind of thing was happening. Yeah. Like, again, I thought this was the Grandpa Channel, but yeah. apparently not. But yeah, Cordy Thorne Smith shows up. Uh, great to see her again. Still yeah, yeah. looking great. Apparently she was a former fiance of Alan's, and uh, then some lady who was a princess or qu- a queen. Oh yeah, we see. I don't know. I don't know who that was, but it, I will tell you the actress. When I was going through Chuck Lorre's yeah. IMDb, apparently was someone he was dating at the time. Uh, Chuck Lorre. Uh, apparently he had a lot of Charlie in him too. He was also a notorious poonhound. Yeah. And uh, that makes a lot more sense. Just like yeah. him being like, "This is my life. This is how I am." Yeah. So that brings us. That brings us to the end. Unless you have anything else to say about the finale. Uh, no. So the, the the very end, the show ends with uh, Walden, Alan, and Berta essentially waiting for their death because Charlie's cutting <laughs> the knife. And, a knife. Yeah, and their, guys, only, their only recourse was to yeah. talk to this yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who also drops a joke, self-referential again, about... Um, Yes, and that's almost as likely as me being the governor. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we get it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're sitting out back talking about life, what they're going to do. Charlie, I assume, from the back, is walking up to the house. There's, they cuts back we to them. We see a body. We see like a 
someone else playing Charlie from the back. We yes. see like clearly a man that's five three or something. Yeah. So <laughs> then it cuts back to the three of them on the balcony, and they see a helicopter carrying a grand piano. And I think Alan says something like, "Well, uh, that's funny. I think Charlie had that same grand piano." Also, Alan's like they're half a mile away, and Alan, yeah, he's Alan's spotting pianos left and yeah. right. <laughs> Knows the brand. He's like, "Yeah, that's a chocolate." Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Charlie had that same that's one a, with the same brass keys. Yeah, that's a that's a solid. Yeah. So anyway, the pianos come in. It cuts back to Charlie. Um. Cuts back to Charlie walking up to the house. All of a sudden, boom! Piano falls on Charlie. Well, Charlie presumably crushed I mean, dead. So, like the guy whose job was it to drop the piano? I mean, this guy's got to be in deep shit, right? I mean, oh for sure, horrible <laughs> helicopter delivery guy. I mean, it's like you can't even get a piano delivered via. You know, heli- that was like hel- helicopter. That was like John Legend's piano. You know, <laughs> he's waiting. <laughs> Write a great show about that time I got smashed by a piano. Yeah. So here comes the worst. Like, this is where, to me, the finale had me up until this point. The the piano smashes on Charlie. Then it cuts to Chuck Lorre sitting in his director's chair. He turns to the camera, says, winning with a smile, and then the piano drops on him. And that's the show. That was the end of the show? (laughs) No Porky Pig and a bra and uh, panties for that one. What a weird show. What an unbelievably weird fucking show. For I was, sure. I was half asleep when I watched it, and then I was, like, wide awake by the end. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was worth it, though. Like, I like watching it. Extremely strange. Uh, from first to last, I don't even know where to begin, but uh, let's just take a little break here. Uh, then we'll discuss our thoughts on what we think did happen in the years between the pilot and the finale. Okay, we're back. We had to take a few seconds to just digest that finale because, like I said, wow, what an episode. It was too much. Um, Too much for all of us. Hopefully, if you're going to watch this, or I'm sorry, listen to this podcast, you're going to watch these episodes, or or maybe you watched it all. That would even be better because then you would know how ridiculous our assumptions are going to be when we make them. Maybe you're you're a super fan. You want to make sure we give it its proper respect. Yeah, and I hope that happens. (laughs) If you are, please... I would DM, love for, email. I would love for one person we don't know to listen to this to me like, listen, you motherfuckers. I've been waiting don't all my you, life to block somebody on Twitter. Don't you don't you disrespect <laughs> the acting credentials of Angus T. Jones, man of religion. I wonder if he has any other credits aside from this. I don't know. I would look, but I really don't feel like uh, getting yeah. into it right now. Anyway, so what happens between episode, and I think there was 200 and... Wow. Ooh, uh, hold on. 262 episodes Just, altogether. Of so, this like, show. we enjoy watching this. I thought the premiere was okay, too. It was fine. Not, I thought it'd be much worse. Like, boring. Yeah. Um, Imagine watching 200 episodes of this. 262 like, of just episodes. the exact same jokes. Jokes. Over the and over again about sex. And apparently, Alan never got his shit together. But he got laid a lot. Yeah. Why bother, Alan? Right. I mean, hey. He's a real damn player. Charlie's out here, like, being productive and stuff, Alan's a damn loser. Yeah, can't fix what ain't broke, right, Alan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, and I and here's one thing I do have to ask though. Did, I don't know what's your insight on this. Was Jake there 
50-50? Was he there all the time? Was I he there? I think he was there all the time. That was the whole thing. So the mom show. never had anything to do with it? Well, here's another thing. Every adult involved in this show is a terrible parent. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that that did get us maybe some Chuck Lorre coming out of yeah. his childhood. The best parent was Charlie. Yeah, I think at the beginning in the pilot, well, for sure. Well, he's a good parent to Jake. Yeah, we didn't get to see. like, hey, doesn't care about his daughter. Yeah, obviously he didn't know anything about his daughter because <laughs> that he did send a hundred thousand dollars to, but also gave that to many one night stands. Yeah. Uh, but here's an ongoing theme with uh, the Chuck Lorre shows that I noticed just from the ones that I did watch in the past, which were basically Dharma and Greg and Sybil. And I did watch Big Bang Theory, but there was definitely there's a lot of parent issues and substance abuse. And I'm sure that goes into his own history. But anyway, just something to point out. Um, so yeah, what 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 do you think happened in the 260 episodes between the pilot and the finale? What are your What are your thoughts? And then I'll give you some. And I I really I don't have much because again, I mean, Schwarzenegger did. I already said my prediction. I wish. Like, I wish Rose would have married Alan. I thought that would be hilarious. But, I mean, it's all just... Hey, maybe they did. <laughs> well, no, they did. <laughs> yeah. They would have brought that up. That uh, Would have been one of his calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, just probably... I mean, nothing had. I mean, it was just the same dick jokes. Over and over again. And, I mean, Ashley Kutcher just basically played the same part that Charlie Sheen played. Um, And to the point where, like, Chuck Lorre was, like... Just making fun of people for watching this show. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they knew they were making dumb jokes and making hundreds of millions of dollars off of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have kept doing it. Um, I do have one prediction I'd like to make that I think may have happened. Actually, I don't think it happened at all, but I hope it did. In the, the 260 episodes, I'd like to think that Thomas Wilson's character... <laughs> and I'm going to give him a name. I'm going to say, and I don't think they ever named him in the episode. In fact, I know they didn't because he was just there playing poker. I'm going to say his name was Bert. He was there. He noticed. He saw a good eye in uh, Angus Young or uh, Jake's character. Jake's. He saw that Jake was a good card shark. He was quick on the draw, good at making, uh, you know, guessing other people's tells and all that. So Bert decided he was going to take Jake under his wing. And he was going to be there. He was there weekly for the card games anyway. He was always showing up and hanging out with Alan and Charlie and getting puss and all that. You know how they are. <laughs> so he takes Jake under his wing and starts showing him all the ways of the casino. And you remember back in the finale, Jake took the 250000 turns it into two and a half oh! million. So he had to learn those skills from somewhere. But here's the thing. Along the way, Bert noticed that Jake had no female representation in his life. There was just two guys, Charlie and Alan. Mom's gone, right? I'm guessing. I'm going to say Judith out of the picture completely. I'm assuming all three of these guys lived together all by themselves. And then Bert was there as well. A lot. Not always. Until he decides this kid needs a, he needs a woman in his life. You know who that woman's going to be? It's going to be old Bert. <laughs> and I'm going to become Berta. And I think Bert from the card game, who taught Jake how to play cards. Became Berta. Became Berta, and that's why she was in the house. I don't know. I don't have any other explanation for why she's there. Was no. she a housekeeper? I don't know. She's no. just there. So I think Bert had a sex change, became Berta, lived out for him, his dream, taught Jake how to be 
a stellar casino all-star, you know, a real card shark. And then Jake lied about being in the army, runs off to run an illegal Vietnamese Russian roulette game, you know, like the deer hunter. And that's where he meets his Japanese wife and uh, make, gets the money from Charlie to make the two and a half million. And that's my prediction for two and a half men. I don't know what else to go with. So that's my prediction on what I think um, happened. Wouldn't, couldn't that also tie into Back to the Future 2? Where he gave yeah, Jake, the gave. Book. <laughs> Jake, Jake the book. Do you think a little Biff Tannett slipped in there? I, I, this could be the same universe. Like... <laughs> I wonder if subconsciously I saw him and I was like, gambler. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I thought that's the direction you were going. No, I didn't even. I just, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out who Berta was because I had no clue. No. Throughout the whole finale, I'm like, who is this? Why is she here? Like, I thought maybe at one point they'd be like, oh, you're a good aunt or uh, thanks for cleaning the house for 10 years. None of that. Just a, just a woman who was there. Oh, they did mention how much she likes the party. Apparently. Yeah, uh, she was just the same person as. Big all, Boo- everyone else. They're yeah. all the same person. Big Boozer and also was getting high. They, she mentioned yeah. marijuana and all that. But yeah. So I think that Berta was originally Bert at the card game. I think she's been there the whole time. All 12, or all 12 seasons. And that's my prediction for what happened on Two and a Half Men. I don't know. You got anything else on that? No. That's it. I will say this show is for people about our age who like would look up to Charlie. Oh. And not understand that he's a person with literally no morals, no, no soul, standards, no soul, and there's no real relationships. Like there's some there's guys that we went to high school with who haven't changed at all, and they're like, man, I wish I got laid as much as Charlie, and not seeing the fact that Charlie has an incredibly empty life. Yeah, and that's literally what I thought about a lot during the show is <laughs> the psyche of people that like this show. They look up to Charlie. And even, I bet Chuck did when he started making the show. And then at the end, he acted like he, he was in on the joke, when it never he really was. And that's how you can tell which one of us is in a postgraduate program <laughs> right now. <laughs> Definitely not me, because all I thought was, dumb pussy jokes are funny. Sex change. <laughs> Sex change, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> I don't know. Thought to come up with something. And, of course, Schwarzenegger ruined pretty much all of it, because I really want to predict where this Walden guy came from. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. But apparently he just was a guy who was swimming um, near the house and then ended up uh, in the house. And that's that's where it's at. And that's, that's two and a half men. And that's all I got for this first episode of First and Last. Pete, any final thoughts? No, that's it, man. That was fun. Yeah, it definitely was. And uh, hopefully we'll do this a few more times. And I uh, appreciate anyone who listened. And please come back again. Have a good night, folks.